0: You're listening to a nine to five. CC podcast. Welcome back to episode. I don't even know. Some episode. We're not really keeping numbers, so I don't know why I start the episodes this way. Of nine to five does Fantasia. Uh, John is sick. He hasn't seen anything. He sucks. So once again we're calling in our very special friend, Alex Rose, from Cult Montreal, to talk about some movies. How you doing, Alex?
1: I'm doing good. How are you? Do-
0: you? I'm doing well. I because of John's sickness, I've actually I think this might be one of my like Fantasia records, which is I I, I feel like I'm probably gonna end up with a total movie count of like 15 or 16, which I feel pales in comparison to yours?
1: Um, I haven't kept count, but uh, however long Fantasia lasts, I guess it's like about 15 days, 20 days or so? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I would say, because it started yeah. on Thursday and ends on a Wednesday, so it's probably like 20 days.
1: Yeah, so I would say it's it's uh, it's going to cap off at about 25.
0: Okay, that's that's a lot. That's like less than I thought, though. Like for some reason, I yeah, kind of figured too. you'd be at like <laughs> thirty or something.
1: Me like, too. Yeah. The, well, the thing is, I have people helping me at Cult, and uh, I have to keep uh, sort of times open for other screenings of other movies on Fantasia.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, um, I saw, you saw you saw Nerve. I saw. On... I
1: saw Nerve. Yeah, I saw <laughs> uh, I saw Born Jason Bourne yesterday also.
0: So uh, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about three. Uh, Fantasia movies that are not born or nerve. Uh, you said uh, Little Sister, right? Super powerless, right. and the allergic to cats one. Uh, that I, she's allergic
1: to cats. Yeah,
0: she's allergic to cats. All right, I'm I'm excited. So uh, I'm going to see Little Sister tonight. So I guess we can start off with that one.
1: Sure. Um, little Sister is. Um, Kind of like Garden State, in the mold of a Garden State film, which is like I would call, like if there was a genre for it, is a you-can't-go-home-again movie.
0: Yeah, that kind of.
1: <laughs> With, you know, where someone has been away from their home for some time, their hometown, some time, and they come back, and they're like, ah, this is nothing, like I remember it. Yeah, and exactly. They're, they're, it's, usually it's quite depressed. They are quite depressed, and it's quite twee. Uh, in this case, uh, to get into it a little, like a little more uh, closer to what th- this film is is uh, the main character her name is Colleen she's a nun or she's studying to be a nun in New York City okay and she gets an email from her mom who says her brother is home mm-hmm. and she returns home for the weekend and at first you don't really see her brother but when you do I don't I don't think this constitutes a spoiler okay. but it is it is not always in every summary that I've read of the movie but When you do see the brother, it turns out that he was in Iraq. Uh, The movie said in 2008 he was in Iraq, and he's come back, and he's horribly scarred.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: But kind of like – and and it's a thing that happened, you know, maybe in 2008 was pretty common. It's like articles about, well, this Marine got burnt up in Iraq, and now – and we're talking like really burnt up, like Mm. no more hair, no more – like they kind of just are – uniform burns everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it's always like, well, their high school sweetheart still loves him for who he is, That And then there's like, you know, heartwarming pictures of the wedding where the guy is all burnt and he's marrying his beautiful high school sweetheart right. in full uniform. And so that's kind of the idea of what's going on. She's a nun. She's a former goth uh, okay. teenager who moves away to join the nunnery. Yeah. then she comes back to like kind of hang out for a couple of days with her brother, who's like her only brother. And... Who is obviously going through a tough time, right? Because he's uh, completely burnt, and uh, so so it doesn't really have like I was I was telling you off mic before. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that much of a Fantasia aspect to it. I mean,
0: I guess except that the former Goth thing is like the Fantasia fan.
1: Yeah, well, that's what <laughs> makes the, for the nice little uh, still shots that go all over the Fantasia program. Yeah, um, <laughs> and and I think like uh, in that sense, you know. It's in, it, it touches. It's not that original film, but it touches on a lot of things that aren't uh, commonly seen in movies. But the first thing being that you know that this burnt up guy, this guy that's horribly scarred, yeah. who we saw, we see those like nice little pieces that are life affirming that tell you like, well, life goes on for these people. Yeah, uh, but you don't really see like their day to day life or how, you know, what's behind the curtains. Yeah. Another thing being, well, former goths I, I think now are kind of entering into the narrative because uh, <laughs> they're now uh, of age to no longer be goths. And the third thing I think would be uh, a millennial nun, which is a thing that uh, you know is rarely explored in fiction. So, so, like a nun who's twenty-one, who's you know
0: yeah, exactly. Now, but and if and if that yeah. is explored, it's usually probably not going to be the most flattering like i don't know if how, how this yeah. movie presented but like the only time you'd ever like see it would be like and it's the worst
1: you know <laughs> and yeah like you would like, check out this loser like no yeah, exactly loser yeah and here it's presented in a different way like a, in a kind of um uh, more sympathetic you know uh like in the same way that you would present a character being in aa yeah okay let's say. You know, like not as a defining characteristic of who she is, but just it's like I suppose in a way like a coping mechanism for yeah, okay. things that I'm not that are you know not part of the synopsis of the film. Right. But um, and uh, and yes, and it's interesting. It's it's a good movie. Like it's an interesting movie. I think mostly for those things because that kind of film doesn't really. I mean, it resonated with everyone. It used to. It resonated a lot with me when I was younger, when I was, you know, only a couple years having left uh, my parents' house. Mm -hmm. Now, not so much. I don't really relate to that person anymore. The person that was sad about no longer living with his parents or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I think, in that sense, it's it's well done. Um, But it's also. You know, not super original, but it is interesting to see these kind of characters have that, that kind
0: of story. Yeah, but I think, uh, like, I mean, obviously, I haven't seen it, but I mean, like, just from, from what you're describing, I kind of, even if it's not necessarily the most, like, original premise, like you said, like, you're you're describing a lot, like, Garden State or, like, Elizabeth Town yeah. or, like, a, a, yeah, a million, exactly. million of these other movies. But when you couple in the, like, the nun factor and, like, the former goth and whatever, like, yeah, it's just, exactly. like, it just kind of, like, I, it, see, it sounds like it, like, teeters it a little bit. Like out of the box a bit as opposed to just right. being like, oh, it's the tortured artist who...
1: Yeah, well, in my like, not to, like, toot my own arm and quote myself, but I'm gonna do that. In my review <laughs> today, I said you know, like, it's not, no no different from any other, like, slice of life movie, except the life that they slice is not one that you see very often. Yeah, so exactly. It, yeah, okay. so just for that, I think it's we're seeing you know, because it's not gonna blow you over, it's not gonna sort of I mean, it might, like, I, I and I feel there's a subsection of people, pretty small subsection of people, but for <laughs> whom that, like, really, like, applies to them. Right. You know, and they they feel very, like, they all feel very close to those characters. The uh, main actress, her name is, uh, I believe, Addison Timlin. Okay. um, She's great, too. Like, she's a great, uh, very sympathetic, but not too, like, not too twee or quirky. Like, I think that also is often the... Uh, what delivers the killing blow to these kinds of movies is like the tweeness of it or or how uh sort of like manufactured quirky it is, and yeah exactly here, you know, really. like, look at this zany that's... character exactly and and you think like, ah, oh, former Goth turned on. and she's gonna be so zany Yeah. and she's not really, and that's kind of what's also pretty great, about this. Movie.
0: cool. So what, what? What's the? I guess like the. the is there like is there a conflict or is it just kind of a like
1: floating um, through
0: her little return it's home? A,
1: it's a floating through mostly. I mean, there's a little bit of a conflict in the sense that she borrows a car from like the head nun or whatever, mm-hmm. who's played by Barbara Crampton from like Reanimator, okay. and uh, you know she was in uh, We Are Still Here last year. That's, that's, that's like, the Fantasia like a, connection. Yeah, they, well, there, there's another one. I'm sure this. I I don't really know what this director was up to beforehand. But I feel like it might have been more genre and so, you know, like kinda worked his way into Fantasia that way. But um and uh there's kind of a conflict there where she, where you it, it's kind of up in the air whether or not she wants to continue being a nun and she'll you know like she doesn't obviously she doesn't drink, she doesn't do any drugs, she doesn't do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um but you know like those that stuff is around and it wasn't maybe Four or five years before she left to go to the convent, so there's a, there's some internal conflict. There's not like a a villain or anything. Yeah,
0: I don't. I wouldn't think there was. So I mean, I guess when your your recommendation sounds kind of like an easy recommendation to people who would like Garden State and those movies. Yeah. And, and I guess maybe like yeah, a, especially so. if maybe you were a goth. Like,
1: yeah, like do I think you, so probably. Yeah, I think I think if if you. Anything like that if like me I think it'll resonate it did not didn't necessarily resonate personally with me, okay, in the same way that uh some of these other movies have more so right um but I'm sure there's someone out there who's like that's this is a perfect like if you yeah, if you were a former goth or if you know like I'm an older brother, so I don't have that relationship with my brother, maybe for him it would be different I don't know he's not a nun either, but um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know, like, but I, I, yeah, I would recommend. I think it's it's a pretty easy sell. Uh, it's pretty easy to uh, to get into. So cool. Yeah, it's an it's. I hesitate to say like it's a nice movie because I usually use that as a negative. <laughs> like a this, nice movie is a this movie, movie a is movie. fine. <laughs> yeah, this is a nice little movie. Like it has Helen Mirren in it. Or whatever. <laughs> it's like a movie about old people opening an Indian restaurant. <laughs> but I hesitate to say that. But it, it is a nice you
0: know a little movie yeah I <laughs> <laughs> all right I, i'm looking i'm looking forward to it because i'm going to go see it tonight i think um so what was the the next one on your list was, was super powerless and we, were, uh, we yeah. were we were talking a little bit about this in the uh before we had the mics on um i mean i saw it it basically seems to be like the the the, the five line premise is a superhero who gets old loses his powers the way like i guess like old people lose their General bodily functions, right? And uh, I was kind of excited for the premise, and then I watched the trailer, and I, I was, I was kind of turned off by the trailer. I was like, "Oh man, this looks like it's some seriously like heavy-handed overacting." But you said you enjoyed it, so uh,
1: yeah, I enjoyed it. I think um, so. Like in the same way, as Little Sister is kind of a Garden State type movie. Mm-hmm. Super Powerless is a American Beauty type movie, or and a lot of the movies that came in the wake of. American Beauty, which are, like, about sort of, like, middle-aged dissatisfaction and sort of, like... Yeah, exactly. What, what I, like, midlife crisis sort of... Uh,
0: yeah, you're like, oh, I'm old and what happened to my life?
1: Yeah, exactly. Except to, and, to a superhero. Well, that's... And that's what I kind of like about it. This idea that, uh, in this world, uh, being a superhero is, like, kind of a job. Yeah. Uh, and so... Once, you know, once his powers go away, which they go away gradually, which is even worse. So like, he gets worse and worse at
0: being Being a superhero.
1: until he's no longer good at it at all yeah okay uh in this world you know like it's not he's not prepared for that and and so the way this guy's named bob right and he Mm -hmm. lives in san francisco right and when we meet him he's just kind of like a dude i i think he's supposed to be mid 40s like 45 okay and and uh all he does is like play video games and and hang out with like a homeless guy that lives on the street (laughs) and uh he has a girlfriend and the girlfriend kind of like shows up in his life. Well, this is before the movie starts, but Mm -hmm. right as his powers are fading. So she doesn't know him as a superhero. She just knows him as like this kind of slacker dude. Right. And so he just keeps getting like kind of sadder and sadder because he, he, his life is no, like he starts being a superhero when he's 14. Right. So he's never done anything else. And I just kind of really am fascinated with this idea because if you transpose it to any other superhero, it's also fascinating. Like, like what, does like let's say Captain America's powers go away? Yeah. What does he do? Like, does he just become like a manager at you know in a yeah exactly. a phone company? Or, like, yeah, exactly. Like, like you <laughs> don't like usually
0: superheroes. Are, I mean, like with depending on the mythos, like most of them don't get like paid, you know? Or, yeah, like like exactly. they don't make like serious money off of it unless they were like billionaires to begin with.
1: Exactly, and assume assume that like you studied to be a superhero. Yeah. Like, but you don't. Like someone just bestows a so, like that kind of conflict to it. Because what the movie ends up being a lot. So he his um his former sidekick uh, is writing a book, and his former sidekick still has powers. So he kind of moves into his own. Okay. So he's kind of frustrated by that, and he puts an ad on Craigslist to find an editor to write a book. And when the editor shows up, it's like this young girl. uh, I would guess like uh, she's a college student, right? And she offers to do it. You know, like not pro bono, but like for very cheap, like whatever scale is for writers. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and he finds himself attracted to her, of course, naturally, uh, because she's young. Yep, and because uh, <laughs> she's young. Yeah, well, and I guess, that's kind and I guess the idea cares and, about uh, him.
0: It's kind of like a BoJack Horseman thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, and um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so just
0: so just like from what you're saying, um, it sounds like I can obviously, I guess, like the the story like we've kind of seen it before uh, with like. I guess, like in the news, even when you talk, like when you see like aging athletes, like former Olympians and stuff, right? Like, who just sort of like they get their one Olympics and then they're just done. And like rock stars, yeah, exactly. also, like when the band breaks up and you're just you've had a period of time where you were a rock star, now you're just sort of like, what the fuck now? So, exactly.
1: And so, and on this, this is a very, very small scale movie. There are like four or five characters, yeah. Know? And in that sense, like, I don't think that the movie would have been that great if it was just about this guy's midlife crisis yeah i think that the superhero thing and there's not a lot of superhero stuff in it you know like he doesn't fly he doesn't get his powers back uh, spoiler alert i guess yeah but well, it's, I mean, it's always think... about him not having those yeah exactly those but and, and i think that colors it in a nice way it makes it more interesting mm-hmm. it, well i think not... that exactly like i mean like yeah.
0: it, it's I guess especially if you're, like, like in the, the, the era that we're in now, which is, like, we have, like, four or five major superhero movies a year. You right. You know, like, the, we, we all know what – like, we don't need to see a superhero movie. We all know what a superhero movie, like, looks and behaves like, you know? Like, exactly. So, I guess, like – and but because we know all that about superhero movies, like, this movie, I guess, sounds like it's kind of more fun than just watching a midlife crisis because you're, like, I'm watching a midlife crisis of a guy – who's in one of these movies that's getting, like, shoved down my throat all summer. And it's also,
1: and and that's kind of the same premise as Birdman, although Birdman has, like, kind of a meta angle to it in that his mental Life Crisis comes from being a fake superhero. Yeah. But I think that, I I think this approach, this kind of, like, very low-key approach of this movie Mm -hmm. works better for me than Birdman, which I didn't like at all, um, which to me was just, like, an over-the-top, like, over-emotional, like, you know, kind of super. Uh, I don't want to say like pretentious, but very sort of. You know, Inari is very full of himself, and in this movie, <laughs> you know, it makes kind of the same points in 80 minutes with five characters without, you know, like a intense tracking shot and all this stuff. So I th- I think to me, partially, I think as an an anti Birdman, I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> just well, yeah, I mean, it's I, a, it's a, I want... a,
0: like I wouldn't have even have thought. Of Birdman when you were describing that film, like I mean, I guess I right. guess you could definitely make the that 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 comparison. But like you said, it's a it's the agent guy going through the midlife yeah, crisis, kind of like, thematic, uh, connection. like exactly. And and there, and there also kind of is the superhero connection too, right? Like yeah. So I, when you say it, I see it. But I wouldn't have like thought looking at the trailer that I was like, oh, I'm gonna think about Birdman when I watch. Yeah. This
1: <laughs> no, and it is very very much like it's not particularly uh visually striking or anything. Right. It just it kinda looks it's pretty low key. Yeah. I think that's kind of what also like kinda took me by surprise about it is how much uh how like unshowy it was right. I also liked. You know, and you you had some qualms about it, you said in the trailer, the performances. Yeah. And I'll agree the two leads are theater actors. Mm-hmm. And I think more or less this is their first uh you know like feature? film, so yeah, feature, and uh, and it's a, it is a little theatrical. Their acting is a little
0: uh, like stagey, almost,
1: Yeah, tilted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's professional actors in the supporting roles, um, but, but you know, like I think it's worth a look. It's also just be, in the sense that it's such a small film. It's such like a little.
0: But you also said that I mean, like we haven't. I don't think you haven't really touched on this. You also said it was like really funny. Right? Uh, like, yeah. It has, it or has not like really, really funny, point. but like that it was not just like
1: watch this sad sack of
0: shit. Yeah. Like, yeah but it had yeah, laughs, yeah. you know, like.
1: It's, yeah, it's definitely like a dramedy. Like it, it's funny just cause, cause he's kind of a sad sack. He's kind of like a, a one note dude. Right. So it's funny to watch things happen to him and him be kind of like, uh, you know, like just sort of like nonplussed at anything, I guess. Or, or maybe not nonplussed is not the right word, but and also kind of, um it does play a little bit with the notions of superheroes, especially as they are now in the media. Like, so the way in the world of the movie, there are superheroes, not the only one, but they're sort of like people are over them a little bit. They kind of expect them to show up when they're in trouble. Yeah. So they're like a civil servant. They're like a cop or whatever. So, so I like that too. I just, I think it was for what it is for a movie that isn't really a superhero movie. I, I thought it was quite well realized how and why superheroes factored into the story. Cool. And I think yeah, so
0: it's a it's I might, I might go back I, and check it, it out after having skipped yeah. over it.
1: Um but it's definitely yeah, definitely a very definitely very small you know, like it's an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah uh, it's a, a a modest uh <laughs> a modest uh goals. Right. I enjoyed it for that, yeah.
0: Cool, and uh, so I guess that moves along to the the third film that you want to talk about. Uh, She's allergic to cats.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, that one too is uh, pretty strange. Like, it's a pretty small film, but in a much different way.
0: So, uh, what's what's the premise of this one? Like, I, I remember kind of looking at it and and putting it on my like like somewhere low on my list of maybe. It's like I was yeah. like I wasn't like immediately like fuck this, but I wasn't like nothing about it seemed to really like grab me. Yeah.
1: Well, I'll tell you what convinced me to watch it in the first place because I had the same feeling as you did. Uh, but Mitch Davis, uh, Fantasia programmer, mm-hmm. said it was this year's "I Am a Knife with Lights." Whoa, I don't okay. If, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, yeah, "I Am a Knife with yeah. Lights."
0: We fucking love that.
1: <laughs> that exactly. Was... And that was a movie that I was like, "This looks stupid," and then I watched it and I was like, "Ah, oh, this actually rules." So yeah, I thought, exactly. <laughs> "Well, I'm, I'm going to listen to Mitch if he says that." And like you know, and, and Mitch has very varied taste. I don't always agree with his taste. Mm-hmm. But his this comparison was one that I was like, well, in that case, yeah, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. No, if I if I
0: had heard that, I might have I might have equally been like, well, shit. If this is anywhere in the same, yeah, in the same and, area,
1: and I'll, I'll say it right away, it's not <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's a good movie. It's an interesting movie. Uh, it's not like I am a knife with legs is, is a true UFO. Like when I saw that, was like what the fuck is this? What am I watching? And it maintains that that for its
0: entire (laughs) runtime. Yeah. And you're
1: you're just like, I don't understand. Well, like I can't believe that there are people in the world doing this and no one knows, you know? And that's kind of, that was kind of the weirdest thing. Like you, when I'm and I legs premiered, the Fantasia is a world premiere. Yeah. You couldn't find any information about the guy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you still can't really. Yeah. Like they they made a feature film that presumably
0: nobody saw. (laughs)
1: yeah and it's so weird and insane yeah yeah so in this movie uh you know like the genesis of it is similar in the sense it's a la set movie okay um about a guy who's a video artist and his whole goal is to make like these kind of um like absurd abstract videos okay um but now as of the you know in the movie he's not doing so well so he works as a pet groomer okay um and, uh, and he has an idea to make like an all cat remake of Carrie, let's say. Right. That's one of the things that, he, and, and his producer, his producer is like, uh, he's a YouTube celebrity, and okay. I think his name is Flula, or Fluva, or something. Okay. DJ Flula. Okay. Like, I had to look him up, but apparently he's very popular on it. This is what happens with me and YouTube celebrities. I'm like, oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so his producer kind of tur- turns him down all the time, and he's he's got uh, a rat in his house. The rats are eating all his bananas, and his uh, his uh, landlord is like this weird, uh, like real life blues musician from L.A. Like this little man that's like okay. a like a busker, and he's also the <laughs> landlord, I guess. And uh, and and he meets uh, a woman at the dog grooming salon that's um. Did he ask out to go on a date? Right. And it's uh she, her name is Sonia Kinsky. She's Natasha Kinsky's daughter, so Klaus Kinski's granddaughter. Okay. Uh which is weird also. <laughs> um and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so now and he wants to uh you know, like he wants to go on a date with her, but She's allergic to cats. Uh, she's allergic to cats, okay. and he has rats in his house, so he's concerned about these rats that are happening. In his right, house. and so you got to bring the
0: cats in to kill the rats and film Carrie.
1: Uh, pre- presumably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the whole movie is shot in like I guess like the the aesthetic is vapor wave. Okay, uh, which is like sort of like uh, this like on purpose. Uh, VHS sort of like
0: uh like lo fi video I Yeah, guess, really
1: or... lo fi, but there there's a lot of like kinda like the, the, the camera sticks, the the camera goes all wonky with the colors, the right. picture decays, all that kind of stuff. And you see it usually on uh YouTube like it's a lot of the a lot of pe- of people who make kind of like lo fi like synth music yeah, for YouTube yeah. will shoot it like that. Yeah. Um and so Part of what's great—the movie's its silly. It's a pretty silly, it, like you don't song. Say. <laughs> Yeah, say. <laughs> yeah. It, in it's, a Tim and Eric, I would say, like, kind of fashion. Okay, you know, okay. Like where, where, like everything is sort of played up for for how stiff and strange it is. Right. Um. But I just thought that it because I have a friend who's into like this kind of stuff very much, and when we go to his house, he doesn't play music like on the stereo. He just has like YouTube playlists of this stuff playing. All right. So I'm I'm used to it, but I wouldn't say that I necessarily love it. Like, I don't consume it on my own time. Okay. But I thought that it was interesting that they made a whole movie out of this aesthetic. Like,
0: I, I I can see it being interesting, but I could also see myself getting pretty annoyed.
1: Yeah, it's an hour and ten minutes. So okay, so helps. at least
0: it's short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> no, yeah, I, was I, was I was like, if there was, like, uh, any... Like, maybe I could handle it for 70 minutes, but, like, longer than that. And I feel that I was, like, I would just get really, really, like, kind of, like, bummed out. Like, it's, like, like just the... Like, I really enjoyed Blair Witch the first time I saw it, but when I go back now, right. like, the shaky cam, I'm just like, fuck this. Every, like, I still don't mind it as a, like, stripped down kind of, like, horror movie. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, just the shaky cam of it, I'm just sort of like, fuck, I don't, I do not want to watch any of this anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah. could see that kind of possibly, like, getting on my nerves that same way, like, or even. It's
1: definitely, like, in that vein, I would say. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> definitely, like, sort of, like, Veer is very close to, uh, to being kind of overdone and annoying yeah but other thing that i thought was interesting is it reminds me of guy madden you know like guy madden from winnipeg the canadian filmmaker and his early movies are also his early movies are kind of like uh pastiches of silent films okay that are but not really kind of they're like made like a silent film but but they'll often break that uh that style right and it, it sounds horrible. Like every time I'm like, oh God, like the first time I saw a guy, Tales from the Gimli Hospital, which was a Guy Madden movie, mm-hmm. I saw it in, in university. And I was like, this is going to be the worst. This is going to be so stupid. It's going <laughs> to be so pretentious. And then it's actually great and hilarious and so much fun. Okay. And so, and this reminds me a bit of Guy Madden is in the sense that you're like, this is going to be stupid. And sometimes it is stupid. Like you're watching it. Like this is actually pretty stupid. Yeah. And then it'll just do like, there's a part where there's a lot of like kind of, Uh, hypnotic, like repetitive movements. Like Uh, at one point he's uh, squeezing the anal glands of a dog. Okay. uh, Which, you know, like squirt out this stuff. And, and then it just kind of like sticks on that and then like repeats in a loop. And I was like, this is kind of stupid, but I'm also kind of proud of them for actually doing this kind of thing (laughs) and then just keep
0: just showing it again and again
1: (laughs) yeah it just goes and he's saying something over it and it just kind of repeats on a hypnotic loop. (laughs) and you know in a way it it's kind of lazy i would say to to rely on that right but in another way i'm like i kind of appreciate when someone Goes that far with their laziness? <laughs> We're just kind of like, no, I'm sticking to this shit, this weird aesthetic. This I'm just is gonna what run I've with picked. it, Buck. exactly. <laughs> this is what I've picked. This is what I'm doing. And yeah. definitely, if the movie had been longer, if the movie had been, you know, the kind of thing where it kicks into like serious stuff in the third act, yeah, it gets more uh turmoilly and fucked up in the third act, but. Not necessarily any less silly. Okay. I think I think it's really a one of a kind type of thing, at least for now. You know, you, you'll you'll see that in like four four to six minute formats on YouTube. Yeah. But for them to make a feature out of it, I just thought it was kind of like
0: kind of ballsy, really. Like, yeah.
1: Y- yeah. You do you, man. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Like, just like, like
0: just like the d- demand on the audience to be like, no, watch this for over. An hour. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Uh,
1: yeah. So so for that, I just I, I'm super. I'm uh rather. Wonder how it went down at the screening, because mm-hmm. you know I watched it. Well, I watched it on, on a screener, but that's the kind of thing where I think a, a, a screening in front of an audience can make a break it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Either the audience would be like, "I'm on board," or they'd be like, "This is dumb" and walk out. Yeah, exactly. Like this is
1: not what I thought. But then again, the trailer definitely made it look like this is what it was going to be. So. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> I like don't I,
0: know. when I like weirdly enough when I watched the trailer, I thought that that like that effect and stuff was, like, for the trailer. Like, no, no, no. I know, I know, no, <laughs> so, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I thought that that was, like, oh, it's a gimmick on the trailer that that's, like...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That they're just, like, filming that for trailer purposes. But no, that's <laughs> that's, that's the film. Well,
1: yeah, and and it's exactly that. And also, like, I feel like if, you know, in the future, six or seven people that again then maybe it won't be the best movie to be made in a vaporwave aesthetic. But as far as I know, it's the only one. Yeah. So, so they're like first, so it's like, yeah. So it's like, you know, maybe it's like this, you know, I, my example for movies that like establish a, a genre that I don't like anymore, like stagecoach, like the Western, yeah. which is like so schematic. And so like, this is how a Western is made yeah. that, that it like became, becomes irrelevant. Maybe it's the stagecoach of vaporware movies, but, uh, if that's so, that's pretty good. I think that's we'll a never good, know. It's <laughs> a pretty good uh, <laughs> recommendation. I
0: think. If it, it, but, and there's not even like a guarantee that it's ever going to like become a thing at all. Really? No, exactly.
1: <laughs> like, it might already be over. I'm sure on Tumblr everyone's like vaporwave, this, only olds this watch that shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, are there any? Is there anything that you you really want to want to talk about, like spoiler wise, about any of these three films? Or not really. Not they're okay.
1: not not any of them are. Uh,
0: need spoilers for the context yeah
1: because yeah because none of them are really genre films in, in any way so yeah you know i feel like when you guys talk about spoilers it's always like it turns out that
0: he yeah. was
1: a dragon the whole time yeah exactly That's it. Not That's really any of that. like we
0: don't we don't always bring them up but like sometimes to like yeah. properly contextualize a film you have to like fucking yeah, yeah, get exactly. the twist to like to talk about it but yeah the, exactly. neither, none of these films seem like they have twists i suppose
1: i mean they have like narrative yeah <laughs> continuations but yeah exactly not yeah. twists for any. yeah exactly yeah. I'm
0: sure like either in, in he gets the girl or he doesn't or whatever but that's not really relevant I think to the conversation exactly yeah cool man so uh, do, you, do you know what you're what you're gonna be seeing this weekend um, or anything you're excited for
1: uh, I've already seen a couple things like quite a few things actually that I uh, you that aren't like relevant at the moment okay. so I've already seen don't breathe and blood father okay Um, which are both playing on the last day. Right. And then this morning, or just now, I watched uh, Écarté, or Split, in French, okay, in English, um, which is playing, I think, on Saturday or something, or Friday. Um, Kidnap Capital, also, I've seen. So, like, actually, some of the stuff that I like the most... Is hasn't, to played yeah, it hasn't played yet yeah hasn't played yet
0: they're ending with a bang i don't know the, uh, the the movie that i'm like most excited for uh screens tomorrow which is the uh the new matt johnson the operation avalanche
1: oh yeah i would like to go see that yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah i
0: think i'm actually i'm, I'm <laughs> i might be going to the fireworks <laughs> to, instead oh. for saturday night but i uh pretty sure i'm gonna go on the sunday screening at two thirty. 30 but uh, yeah but yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm super. I mean, like he's Canadian. I love the Dirties, and this yeah, is like yeah, a weird yeah. 1960s, is great. 1960s yeah. like moon landing thing or something. Like I, I don't yeah.
1: really like Like, the, they shot at NASA without telling them. That's yeah, exactly. All like like it's we're, some we're, kind of.
0: Yeah. They're. I don't know. I'm. I'm excited to see what uh, what he has in store for him, especially yeah. as a follow up to the Dirties, which was like. Probably one of my like favorite movies of the festival. Of the year it came out, like. right? Yeah, yeah. So
1: I, uh, I'm, I think I'm seeing Yoga Hosers tomorrow because I'm interviewing Kevin Smith. Right. So I think I have to, yeah. like, I can't see it beforehand, which is weird. But yeah, I, I, I might go see it after just so that once I have that interview, I know what the hell he's talking about. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, so
0: I'm, I'm, not, I'm 50 50 on on Yoga Hosers yeah. now I'm gonna go. oh. I do not I'm going to go. it's I I. Kevin Smith's career is so weird for me. Like, yeah, like I, I, I loved so much of what he's done, and I even, like, I even, like, Red State a lot, and then, like, I liked parts of Tusk, but I was, like, I don't really know what he's up to anymore. Like, I don't yeah. get Really? I'm, like... Yeah,
1: neither do I. I I'm, I'm curious. Like, I kind of don't want to see it. Like, I feel like it's going to be, like, just me sitting going, like, what the it... fuck? But... Maybe not, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like I mean, like he has enough <laughs> he has enough good isn't. he has
0: enough goodwill for me to like that I'm gonna see it <laughs> yeah. eventually, one way or the other. But like yeah, yeah. like I was like I guess like I, I just I have no idea what what why he suddenly like wanted to transition into a genre filmmaker right
1: well, maybe that's <laughs> what we should do maybe we should go see yoga hosers and then we should talk about that maybe that's, that's <laughs> totally if, if... we could actually talk about the same movie if i do this again as opposed to just me prattling on about movies that i've seen that you haven't that's fine you're <laughs> covering
0: up stuff for our show uh all right man so yeah maybe i don't know <laughs> if i'm uh Obviously. i might be doing just for laughs but uh, uh yeah who knows Who knows what I'll be up to tomorrow night. But, yeah, if I see you at Yoga Hosers, I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. (laughs) All right. right. Perfect. Take care, Alex. All right. Thanks, Keith. Cheers, man. Bye. See ya. Hey, guys. It's me again. Uh, Just a quick reminder. 9 to is a fan-made, fan-supported website. That means we don't have uh, any sort of an advertising budget. The only way we really have to get our name out there is by our fans uh, sharing us, liking us, and supporting us. So if you enjoy uh, what we're doing, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're there tell your friends that this podcast is happening and it's a lot of fun Uh, also if you like what we're doing we do have uh, a podcast for the rest of the year John and I uh, called 9 to 5 Entertainment System that we do with the other founders of the sites uh, Scott and Sophie and we also have another podcast that we do uh, through the rest of the year called uh, Go Plug Yourself for Myself and Walter J. Ling uh, talk to people that have interesting stuff coming up in Montreal so uh, once again like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter we're on both of them uh, if you see us at the festival, come say hey And uh, keep listening and keep enjoying the show We're going to try to keep having episodes Pretty much on a daily basis uh, Fantasia's been so great so far So uh, yeah, I'm done Here we go Thanks for listening
1: it's five dot CC. We're not working, why should you? Thanks for listening